0: because we make the podcast about making creativity and why we do what we do as makers and creatives i'm your host vincent ferrari and joining me as always ethan carter what's going on vincent ah oh, dude it's almost like um it's almost like coming down off a high to just it, do a regular is.
1: episode it, it, and you know it's also i mean i was thinking about right before we got started it's been so long since we've done a regular quote-unquote regular podcast on a monday night because we're not doing it on monday night this week right so like so we haven't had a normal kind of episode in probably about over a month i think yeah yeah which is nuts
0: yeah yeah so it's not
1: monday this week this week it was just my own laziness i was like you know what
0: it's it's labor day let's just take the day off right no totally Which is really a dumb plan because that means tonight, after we're done recording, <laughs> I am going to edit this podcast, yep. do the show notes, and post it all. But luckily there won't be much in the
1: show notes because yeah. <laughs> we're, right. not,
0: we're just going to screw off tonight. Yeah, no, it's a, it, this
1: is, as you ca- call it, a housekeeping episode, again, coming yeah. off of the high of last week, which was just so much fun. Um, you know, the live episode was just, it was beyond fun uh, when... Way better than I could have even expected. I was so nervous, as I said, on it, which is so funny after we've done so many of these. But I think it was something about a different format being kind of televised, having people watch as we did it. You know, so there's reasons. I think I, I think I was justified to be nervous, but it was still like it, it went awesome. Well, we don't usually show the sausage getting made. Right. So it was, we was really weird. But
0: yeah, it was it was really weird having like a live chat going and having the podcast going. And I really enjoyed it. I'm yeah, not going to lie too. Um, to the point where we may, and I, I'm not going to say definitely, but we may consider integrating more live streams into the, um, the uh
1: show a little bit yeah it was was fun to have quote-unquote an audience but also not even an audience it's just like our you know our community was there supporting us and and it was a ton of fun so what
0: what blew me away what blew me away is one of the nice things about youtube is that youtube gives you really good analytics Mm -hmm. and one of the things that really got me was how many people just came in and then watched the whole stream
1: exactly that i think yeah you hit it on the head yeah because that's (laughs) any kind of time I've ever joined a live or whatever, people are popping on, popping off, popping on. Uh-huh. And yeah, you're right. People are there. I mean, granted there, there were resu- there were results at the end, but even re- that wasn't why it was just, everyone was there to support us. I mean, there's so many people that didn't even participate that yeah. came to support us and to support the other maker, the amazing makers. And, and just, it, so, it, you know, it, it, there's been times, moments when I've, and I've said it on this podcast, but there's been moments where I feel truly touched by the community, and and last week was definitely one of those. So
0: I feel like we can. I feel. I almost feel like we've finally earned the right. And I said it on the live stream also. But I feel like we've earned the right to call it our community, right? Like. All right. Granted, it's not. We didn't build it. These are people who have come through other people. You know, some people brought their friends with them to, to the podcast. But I do feel like we've built a community around this show. And it's it's pretty spectacular well, and, feeling. And,
1: and, and, I, and I, we, I, I mean, I say that not in the sense that like you and I built it. It's that there is a community that has formed, you know, around this and around other things that you and I are involved in. But it's, it's our community in terms of those are the people that are support, you know. So, yeah.
0: Yeah and they're loyal and you guys and sure totally. thank you so much for a couple of things number one for coming out on a live stream on a just a regular just any old weeknight that was awesome yep. um thank you to everyone that donated a gift yep. or and a prize and i've noticed i think there's only one prize and it was my own screw up i just dropped the ball on sending it out but it was it's going out tomorrow um but all the prizes are where they're supposed to be, pretty much. Well, mine, um, mine are in the mail as we speak. So, uh, uh, thank you to thank you to everyone that watched, to everyone that participated, to everyone that donate. I mean, we had the idea, and you know, we were doing this right, but you guys really just you guys stepped up and helped us out big time. You just made it special, and it was so nice, like. Some people have given us shout outs, you know, in mm-hmm. you know, on Instagram or on various social medias and just seeing, you know, the people just excited that they won and excited like this, this contest, well, it wasn't even a contest, but this challenge actually meant something to them. It wasn't just right. something that they did because it
1: was out there to do like, well, it just felt good. It, it did. It felt good. And And one of the things, one of the things I'm, I guess I'm surprised, I mean, I shouldn't have been, but like there's so many people that I was introduced to that I I think I kind of just assumed that people that would participate were people that I already, you know, that we already knew because they were going to mm-hmm. participate because they wanted to, you know, support us or whatever. And it was so much fun to, to meet, you know, to even from our standpoint, get introduced to new makers and new people. And now they're totally part of the community our you know, this little community and it's, it's, it's fantastic. So,
0: and one of the things that, that got me and I think it, I think it really shone through, shined through, shined through. English is not my friend tonight. Words. Um, one of the things that really shined through was that there was no bitterness yeah. from people that didn't win. I know. It was, and it was almost right. universal. Like, yeah. I feel like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I was a little, I, to me, it was a no brainer. I'm pretty sure to you it was a no brainer, mm-hmm. but- I was a little worried. That's like, uh Oh, like, are we, are we going to be okay? Picking him as the winner? Like, are people going to be okay with this? And universally
1: people were, which made me just feel so much better. And, and one more shout out to Bernie. I mean, he, he's so, you know, such a, such a good guy. I mean, he, he, you know, he just kept saying how much it meant to him that, you know, more than anything else, you know, any other Mm. things that he's won. And, and that means so much to us, obviously. And, uh, But yeah, no, I I agree. I think there's a little bit of concern. Well, the the thing is, is that there's so there were so many entries that Mm -hmm. you could have won. Like, I mean, there's for you know, there's depending on how what what you know what lens you put put the winning through. There, you know, there wasn't three that were just so beyond the other ones, right? Like, it wasn't like that. it's same, you know so it, it's it's I don't know, I'm just I'm glad that we didn't
0: make it a like a checklist and right. like a technical thing like we could just go, okay, this one almost like had you know, and I said it, I said it, I don't know where I said it, maybe I didn't maybe I said it to personally to him, but I'll just say it out loud. It got to a point with Bernie's where if he didn't win, I had to justify me not you know and I'm right. speaking for myself, but I would have had to have justified not picking him and I couldn't, like well, I just it, couldn't. It, 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 and it, we, we talked
1: about it too. I mean, and with all kind of all three of the, you know, Bernie and the, and the two runners up, um, what it came down to was it was a, the full spectrum. It wasn't just the end result. Cause there were some extremely beautiful pieces mm-hmm. um, and, and their techniques were great and everything like that, but it was, it was truly kind of a, com- a combination of process design and execution um that, and that's kind of what we ended up having to do because there. Were other, if you just did it on and you know final product, it would have been impossible. You
0: know? It felt. Uh, what I liked. What I liked about the criteria that we used, which we admitted was going to be completely and totally mm-hmm. subjective, mm-hmm. was that it was completely and totally right. subjective. That we didn't just say, you know, you did the best joinery, you should win. No, it was what hit you in the feels, right? Yeah. Grants. Grants is a good example of this because when I saw Grants, I was like. All right. If we're going to do three, we're going to do a winner and two runners up, then we absolutely, Grant has to be in there somewhere because that front end of that beamer, Mm -hmm. it just hit me a certain way. Like like, I just, I was like, I love this. I love everything about this. I love the way it looks. I love that it's hanging on the wall, looking like the front end of a BMW crashed into his wall. You know, it looks
1: like the, you know, Kool Aid guy drove Mm -hmm. his, drove his uh, BMW. And then Shane,
0: Shane, like Shane had to, I again. Th- this is what. By the way, I'm just kind of spitballing here, but this is what went through my head. Shane had to get something, mm-hmm. like he just had to. That project was just too cool. First of all, when you get re to, when you get reposted on Instagram by the guy who wrote the song that your project <laughs> is based on, I mean, yeah. artistic merit kind of speaks for itself. Yeah. yeah. You know. But we really did, and I'm I'm not. I don't mean this lightly. We really did struggle to just oh. pick three. Yeah. Uh, and absolutely. the only reason the only reason we narrowed it down to three was because we had X number of gifts and we wanted the prize packages to be right. good for the people that want like we could have given one prize to every person. Right. And we would have had 30 winners and everything would everybody would have won something, everybody would have went home. But then nobody's gonna want to participate in the next one if we do that kind of yeah. stuff. I mean, whether people come into it to win or not. You want to win. I mean, well, of course. I mean, nobody comes into it going, "I don't really care if I win." You, you care if you win. Are you going to be devastated if you lose? No. Do you really lose if you lose? No, because I'm sure there are people that no one heard of yeah.
1: in our community that now people know about. Well, I, so, I mean, and and you say that, and I, but I, I mean, the ch- some of the challenges that I've entered again, mostly the you know the Modern Maker Podcast guys. I, I did go into it not expecting to win oh i don't know not not, even not expecting but but not even going into it to win and 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 i and i hope that there's there were some i mean i went into it trying you know one exposure right Mm -hmm. um which i hopefully everyone felt like they got which you know they Mm -hmm. are well well deserved to get um and two i i wanted to kind of meet new people through it and again that's i think those you know i said it on the on the last week those are two of the reasons i really wanted to do a challenge was because uh-huh. those are, those are what I went into those challenges wanting. And those are what I, I got out of it. And again, yeah. I mean, do you want it? You want to be mentioned. Do you want to be talked about and stuff of like course. that? Of course. And so again, we tried
0: to, and we tried to, we tried to do, I hope we did that to everyone's satisfaction. Yep. Yep. Tried to talk at least a little bit about every single yep. project.
1: Because they're um, all, all deserving. That's, I mean, that's the other thing too. Agreed. We agreed. like it wasn't we, that. Nothing of that was forced, which was also thank you guys for making that easy on us. Because mm-hmm. you know we we probably would have anyways, but it was super easy. There's so many good things about every single one that made it easy to talk about. So
0: and and I'm just gonna tell you just straight up. You know, we wanted you you guys to have an opportunity to get to know each other, promote yeah. yourself, but it also you know just strictly from a podcast business standpoint, it's good for us too. Mm-hmm and the reason it's good for us and we again we owe this to you guys is you guys promoted the hell
1: out of this yeah, thing yeah for sure
0: i mean you promoted the live stream like unbelievable like it was i think awesome. i think well
1: you guys did a way better job than i think we did to be honest I, we didn't do the greatest job <laughs> no.
0: promoting the live stream we really didn't we no. just kind of said we're going to do a live stream right. and then just left it and then just <laughs> did it so yeah we suck at it but you know we'll get better yeah. but we did wear shirt and ties as promised i mean some of us got more dressed than others i was too fat to fit into what i was going to wear <laughs> I, you know, look, I was 220 when I bought that suit and I'm 250 now. So well, things change a little bit with 30 pounds. but
1: And, I, and a couple of people asked uh, if I was going to make a, a IG video of how I made the uh, bow tie. And unfortunately, so I think I said this, but I literally I was making that. I think I fin like the glue was drying as I was putting it around my neck so I did not film any of it. But if there is also, if there is enough interest let me know I will make a, a quick video because it was a pretty quick project. So. And the next one you make will fit better. <laughs> oh, absolutely yeah.
0: I mean that so, was a pain. W- what you didn't see this was so funny like okay so when the recording stopped Ethan and I were still connected to each other on uh, StreamYard. So we could still see each other and the two of us
1: just the ties came right off
0: and the collars just opened right up it's like oh
1: yeah i I made that thing way too tight but it was
0: great though i got this i one of the one of the funnest parts of it for me was to just watch the live chat and Mm -hmm. see like i did we couldn't obviously look we run it we run a show that's a little bit on the longish side to begin with. Mm-hmm. And we know that, right. Yep. You know, a lot of people do a hard hour and they shut up at one hour and they're done. They're, they're done. We run the show as long as the show goes. And then when it runs out of steam, we shut it down. Yep. But what I loved and I didn't, we didn't integrate it as much into the show, but what I loved was watching the live chat and just seeing that everyone was having like side conversations yeah, yeah. and it was like this is so cool to watch like everyone's just hanging out it's just there were 40 people in the chat just hanging
1: that's out That's amazing one of my favorite things and and it rarely happens on uh, on like an instagram post but if it does happen you know it's something it's, it's working is when people start like commenting on each other's comments and mm-hmm. the, and the inside jokes start happening mm-hmm. and and that's like that was what was so fun of watching the chat was they were all like you said hanging out together and like all the inside jokes that mm-hmm. were going back and forth were hilarious. And again, it just, it made, it makes, it makes us feel so good that, that you, that you guys are all in on the inside jokes and that care enough that, you know, it makes sense to, to people when you're making those jokes in a, in a chat, you know, it's, it's, it's really special. So.
0: I think we also, I think it, it goes without saying, but we should say it. Um, one of the most amazing parts of it was the what we used to do everything. Yeah. So YouTube has facilities to do live, right? They they we know everyone knows this. Everyone does YouTube live now at some point. But we didn't just use YouTube's facility. We used something called StreamYard. And holy crap, once I got it set up and I kind of got the hang of using it, I mean, you guys saw and I watched back the video just to see how it came across.
1: Damn. <laughs> right. What a cool piece of software. It is that pretty is. Cool. Well, and hats off to you, Dev. I mean, you picked it up so quick. I mean, I just, yeah. it, I was, I,
0: I watched the beginning where I was, I was stumbling with it a little bit, but then I started to get the hang of where to click to make it do what I wanted to do. It's super and powerful. I mean, that's, it is yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. Like, we did a TV show, me in New York and Ethan in Massachusetts you know, over the internet onto YouTube, which we really could have, by the way, that was another crazy thing. We didn't do it, but we could have, that could have gone to Twitch, to YouTube, to Facebook, to LinkedIn, all with just one click. And that's only the ones that it has built in. You could. It's amazing software. And I I don't want to, we don't promote our infrastructure enough, but you know, just the fact that you and I with webcams, microphones, and an internet connection, we're able to basically do a two hour TV show. Right. I know, I know that's like not new for anyone, but it's still kind of freaking cool. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> so absolutely. Yeah. One, one more, one more thing before I move off the challenge. Sure. Just, and this will be kind of my last call out. Um, but I think I've got most people that, uh, that participated. I've got their, most of them, I think I got 14 and are in the mail today. I've got a couple more that came in tonight, tonight, um, which I'll get out tomorrow. But if you haven't, sent me your address and you would like a keychain. Make sure you make sure you send me your uh, DM me your uh, address and I'll get that out to you. If not, mm-hmm. I'm either figuring that you, you you don't care enough and that's fine. I don't I don't mean that in a bad way, but <laughs> you don't want one and, that, and that's totally fine. Um or, you know, or I'm just I'm going to forget. So, if you did participate, you want a keychain, shoot me a DM with your address. Uh, if you've already done it, they should be on their way either today or tomorrow. So,
0: and if you got if you if you are entitled to a prize, and your name isn't Shane and you're waiting for the wallet. Um, which that was just completely my screw up and I'm I'm really sorry about that. Or waiting for an exacto. If there's anything else yeah. that you were meant to get and you didn't get it, reach out to us and we'll make we'll see what happened and we'll make sure you got I think everybody got what I they were meant so. to get. So I think uh, yeah. Except and, the two
1: exactos and the wallet. Right. And that and that was purely because I was waiting for the keychains to be done. So um,
0: But I yeah. I've I know that I know that the winner got at least half of his stuff on Friday and the other half of it arrived today. So nice. Nice. yeah, it's, it's just, it's just the warm fuzzies of having pulled this off. I know. Because let's be honest, we've never done this. Like you and I, I we've done giveaways and maker yeah. swaps and all this stuff, mm-hmm. but we've never like had a pro a competition. Like right. there's so many things that can go wrong. And I hate to say it cause it's like jinxing it, but literally nothing went wrong that's me knocking on wood
1: yeah exactly, exactly. no no absolutely i mean it, it, and and again when we first talked about it i was all you know i was super excited about it as we got close to like launching it i got nervous you know like because <laughs> again i mean and you know i i said it last week and and kind of tongue-in-cheek but there was part of i mean there it, there is a little bit of we i i honestly expected maybe you know three to five people to enter and <laughs> right. and 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 to be you know good project uh you know projects but not like astonishing and not only did the number of entries blow me away but the talent and creativity of the entries were just hands down amazing so yeah so and that
0: that did solidify
1: and ethan and i we really are excited about the next challenge yeah yeah it's gonna Um, be different i think you know which is not a bad thing at all it's mm -hmm. gonna be different i think it will be I think what I think will happen, and this is a prediction, I think there'll be different people that enter this one. Then mm-hmm. there'll be a lot of overlap, but I think there'll be a different group of people that entered this one that, and, and some that don't enter this one. And I think that's great. I think it's, it's good to kind of have, you know, different, different challenges to appeal to different people on sets. Absolutely. So, yeah,
0: absolutely. I think, I think that's, and you know what, even if it, even if it doesn't, at least people realize, hey, the prizes are pretty yeah, good. Even exactly. if they're not announced in advance, the prizes are <laughs> right, pretty good. Right. So um, so since this is what we um, generally refer to as a housekeeping episode, yep. usually on these we do um, Q&A stuff mm-hmm. and we do reviews and we didn't get any Q&A beforehand, which is fine. Yep. which is fine. You know, we you, we've demanded a lot of our community lately, so <laughs> but sure. we luckily have a lot of reviews, so we can sit here and kiss our own butts for the rest of the show, <laughs> which is great. But um we do have a we do have a bunch of reviews um and we've been stashing them up for a couple of a couple of weeks. Right. So we'll go through those um and we'll think of some stuff to talk about. Um I actually oh, you know what we could talk about? We could talk about this, Ethan. What? I started playing with leather. You did. I know. I know. I it was awesome. You, I, Yeah, go ahead. No, I just, I, I finally cracked open the leather kit
1: and made something that didn't involve the Glowforge out of leather. Yeah. <laughs> It's, right. I mean, you've, you've done stuff with leather, but but yeah, this th- this is kind of using the, the leather working kit and stuff like yep. that. Yeah. This is hand cut. I hand yep. cut. And I made myself a key fob. And
0: uh, to to her credit, I got the idea from uh, Kayla's Cricket Creations, oh, okay. who I've had as thing of the week before. She did um, faux leather ones on her channel, which I thought were like, oh, that's really cool. Then I thought, well, then why the hell can't I just do that with regular leather? Right. For sure. And, and the answer is, of course I can. And I did. And- so I wanted to try something new and I might have to just reveal my thing of the week a little early just because I used it. But one of the things I've always tried to figure out is how to get, I guess it's called the hide side of the leather. Um, The crappy side. I just call it the crappy side. The unfinished, unsmooth, horrible, suedey side. I I always try to figure out what to do with that because sometimes you'll make something out of leather and then that side just sucks. Yeah. And, I didn't know what to do. I had no idea. I've tried other stuff and I really didn't know what I was doing. And then I watched a video on YouTube and I know I'm, I knew I was going to forget the name and I forgot to write it down before. But there's a guy that um, a person, I think it's a guy who does incredible leather stuff on YouTube. Just unbelievable leather stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I'll not, I'll not remember the name, but they did a video where they used what's called a
1: glass slicker. And I was like, what is this thing? Not to be confused and, with the Gortons Fisherman's Yellow Slicker. Right. That totally, is a different compl- totally, totally, totally different thing. Totally different. This
0: might shield you from a little bit of rain. <laughs> though, fair um, and I just wanted to check it out. I wanted to see. So I watched the video and he used Tokenol, which is Ethan's favorite toy next to um, Eco Weld. Yep. And he burnished it onto the back of the hide and he showed a difference in the video. And I went, oh. <gasps> Oh my like this is this is what I've been missing like this is the
1: missing piece right here
0: well, so basically I,
1: the, I mean the hide side everything, if you think about it, think about it almost like a carpet. it's like very fibrous, so there's like mm-hmm. a lot of kind of fibrous threads which aren't threaded or you know pieces of the leather, but sticking yep. up and it's just it's just very kind of rough and 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 not appealing it it just looks cr- crappy so the name of the channel, by the way, is Hans Atelier, oh yeah, yeah, I know him yeah, right the channel.
0: That channel, oh my, yeah, yeah. that was a rabbit hole that I was stuck in for yeah. a whole night. By mm-hmm. way. Um, so I saw this thing and I'm like, okay, a glass slicker, how much could that be? And it was like $20 for a pair of them. And I'm like, all right, I got nothing to lose. So I ordered that and some tokenol. The tokenol didn't make it here. I was like, son of a. <laughs> so I was like, but I have gum tragacanth, which is basically the same stuff, but it's oil based instead of water based. And I I said, you know what? I'm just going to try to make those key fobs, but make it out of leather. So I set a piece of a hide that I had down on the table and I measured it with a ruler. Like I'm I'm doing this. I'm like, wow, I feel like I know what I'm doing. And I measured it with the ruler and I, <laughs> I, I cut it with my rolling cutter. And then I looked, I was like, I didn't do a very good job cutting that. Let me move this in a little bit and cut it again to get that nice straight edge. And then I started going to work with the stuff I've learned how to do just from experimentation. Yeah. and watching so one of the great things and i will say to your credit and to morley and to neil mm-hmm. and colt and i'm probably forgetting so i think that's everybody that deals with leather um but what watching all your videos and all your instagram stuff guys it really was a huge help because i knew exactly what to do mm-hmm. so i slathered on the i slathered on the gum trag on the back and i burnished the hell out of it with this glass thing and it's all sticky and weird mm-hmm. and i'm like Oh, this is gonna suck. This totally isn't gonna work. I'm. I did something wrong, and I just let it dry, and I came back about a half hour later, and I'm like, Oh, wow! Oh, it actually worked, <laughs> and it's nice and smooth, and I put it all together and made my first handmade leather key fob, and I was so proud of myself. Like this it was came such out great, a, man. And I'm not just saying that; it really did come out great. It looks, it's such a big deal for me yeah, to be able to do awesome. this because, like. I know I was telling Beth before and I said, you know, I wanted to talk about, you know, experimenting a little bit with leather. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I feel like is when I do something out of leather, it's, you know, it involves the laser and it's like, okay, big freaking deal. You use the laser, like you draw it on the screen and you cut it out. And I, I understand, you know, even though you still have to treat it afterwards. Mm-hmm. And But I've been learning that stuff a little at a time. So the next thing I wanted to do is just make something without using the laser. Gotcha. So I dyed yeah. it i burnished it my burnishing by the way my
1: burnishing game is on point you'd be very proud of me i've gotten the hang of it very quickly it it, it, yeah that i mean it's one of those things where and i I, i've talked about it before at the beginning i used every trick in the book you know i had a dremel attachments and stuff like that to Mm -hmm. do it and i never understood why people wouldn't do that It, it it becomes a very like what it very rewarding part of the process to oh. burnish an edge and to get a really nice finish. And, and it, you know, it's one of those things where it's like joinery for woodworkers. Like, yeah. like
0: exactly it's, what it's, it's like
1: when, I mean, leather workers. And again, and I, I think I've made this analogy before there's woodworkers and then there's fine woodworkers. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would classify myself as at best a leather worker. I don't consider myself a fine leather worker, but the fine <laughs> leather workers are you know when they make a wallet that the edge that they get on their that wallet is like mm. that's 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 your kind of that's your reputation right there that's that's how you show that you're like truly gifted at the craft that and the stitching and stuff like that but i mean if you get that glass-like uh finish on the edge it's and, but and so we you know weather workers take a lot of pride in burnishing and i i get it you know once i kind of got did my first one where I kind of was proud of it. I was like, okay, now I get, I get why this is such a thing and why people really take pride in burnishing. And it's not easy. So I'm, I'm in, I'm like, it's impressive that you, you know, you picked it up so quick. You
0: know, I think I, you know what it was. I'll tell you what changed everything for me. I watched Bob do it. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen people do it, but Bob explained. I think I was just using the wrong stuff and I wasn't using the burnisher the right way. Right. And I watched him go and I was like, oh, you don't just kind of run it through. You got to like, kind of like saw at it a little bit, like did back and forth a little bit with the burnisher on the. And I was like, oh, wow, that makes all the difference. And then things started to stick down and I'm like, oh. Yeah. And it's weird how things. You know, and today, so another example, so I know we're talking a lot about leather, but this is all the stuff I've been playing around with. So today I started playing with my swivel knife, because I have a swivel knife. I just never really learned how to use it. I started playing with it and I tried to draw an infinity loop, not knowing apparently that doing circles with doing rounded edges with a with a with these first the thing to try. Very difficult. <laughs> right, yeah. Apparently, so what I've been told is that this is not the thing you should be trying first. <laughs> but I don't pay attention to anything. Right. So I tried to do an infinity loop and it didn't come out great, but then I did the inner part of the loop to kind of make it look like it's outlined and it came out really good. And I'm like, Oh wow. I improved a lot just by doing this twice. Yeah. Well, you know, and that's kind of cool, actually, like how quickly you you're, you develop the motor skill just yeah. through
1: repetition. Well, that, and that's going back to the burnishing that I mean, a lot of it is the amount of pressure, too. And that's something that because mm-hmm. if you put too much pressure on it, it can kind of like almost round over the edges like the each edge, mm-hmm. uh, especially if you haven't like beveled it, which I rarely do, which is I know that's a sin. But um, <laughs> but like but if you put too much pressure or too much angle, it can kind of create this like. Ugly lip on it so there's this balance Between you know the pressure that You put on it because you want to put enough pressure on it that It and enough uh, friction that It creates that heat to kind of do it But it it it's it's a fine fine Line so
0: it's 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 just Fascinating it's been fun like Diving into a whole bunch of New yeah. skills the last couple of weeks. I've been playing More with resin I've been playing more with Leather mm-hmm. and it's like wow I'm just Like I must have just been I was kind of in a funk like right. doing the same Craving, stuff Over and over again yeah and I was craving some new skills yep. and, and I just kind of learned some new stuff. And it's like, wow, I'm I'm coming away from this better than I was like two weeks ago. Like I've learned like the leather stuff and I'm not like a leather expert. I'm not pretending I am, but
1: I've, I'm a lot more versed and a lot more experienced than I was a couple of weeks ago. And again, I mean, not that I'm not that anything is easier or anything like that, but I, I think there is for some people, at least there's a feeling like that leather work is like a hard medium to get going and it's not i mean it again i think there's fine leather workers like mm-hmm. little king goods i mean that guy is a master at what he does right um and and there is a huge very you know huge discrepancy between what i do and he what he does and that's i'm fine with that but there there is a difference there so it's not like but the barrier to entry is not that hard to get a decent product you right. know what i mean well, like Yeah, it's like you said. I mean, it's a a, what your analogy earlier was a perfect example. There's woodworking and fine
0: woodworking. You know, you could be Steve Ramsey or you can be Chris Salamoni or John Perilla. Right. You know, and it's like there's there is a difference. There is a definite difference in the type of work that's done. Right. But you don't have to be John Perilla to be a woodworker. Right. Right. You know, you can be a woodworker and be a damn good woodworker and be Steve
1: Ramsey because Steve Ramsey is a damn good woodworker. You well know, and again, just, and you learn things over time. I I, I mean, mm-hmm. I so I last I last Friday I put out the video on the uh pen tube tool, which I still don't really understand what it is for, that I wrapped for one of our buddies. Um I don't and, know what it is, but I put leather on
0: exactly. it. Exactly.
1: <laughs> um but you know, I so I was making that video and I was like, people have seen me wrap a million things in leather. Like like this like, do I is this do I even do an Instagram post on it? and you know it it came to mind that the uniqueness of it was that it's 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 very easy to get measure a piece of leather when it's the same circumference throughout the whole piece right an exacto mm-hmm. blades for example you just have to get the right measurement and then have it be the same measurement the entire way basically it is, yeah it's not that easy to get a seam like a perfect seam when there's any kind of arc or curve to the handle mm-hmm. um just because every every part of that entire handle has a different circumference. Right. And, and there's no, not a really good way to trace it. So anyways, long story short, like I realized that I picked up a skill over the time of wrapping a million things in leather that I thought, Hey, maybe this will be helpful to someone. And so I decided like, that will be the, that will be the angle of the, of the post is let me try to share, share my kind of back of the, I mean, I'm kind of down and dirty way of, of doing this to get a good result. And, you know, but again, that's one of those things where I never really realized that i picked up that skill over time. You know, um, it just kind of happened, right? This is the best analogy, the best example of what I've heard this called. And I don't know
0: if he was the first, but he's the one that it's, Andy Pugh calls it being a skill collector. You know, Bob Bob calls it being a generalist. And I, I never like that term, even though it's accurate. But I like the idea of calling it collecting skills. And there's skills that like you you pick up, sometimes you pick them up and you don't even realize you picked them up. Like you can walk into a place with a tool you've never used and have a rough idea of how that tool should work just because you've seen it used so many times by so many people. Like I've never used a Festool Domino in my life, but I'm pretty sure that if someone put me in front of a Festool Domino, I would probably be able to figure out how to use it and I would be able to Get some pretty good results with it. Well, you know, even, just if, even
1: if you had never seen someone use a Festool Domino, mm-hmm. if you've used a dowel jig or a, right. or a biscuit, you know you like you understand the fundamentals, right? Right, and that's the right.
0: That's right. the skill. That's yeah. the skill. Right. That's the skill. skill. That's the skill. The skill is. I've not used this, but I understand the principle of it, and that just comes through a lot of experience. You know, for me, it's consumption of media. I am mm-hmm. struggling right now. And this is going to sound funny to a lot of you, but I am struggling like crazy with shrink plastic. Mm -hmm. Like it's something I really want to learn how to do well. And I'm having a hell of a time with it. It just doesn't. So I got what's what's going on. Well, I got the inkjet printable one because I wanted to do some really cool designs. I wanted to maybe make pins and stuff. And it just doesn't, it doesn't work particularly well. And I think I just haven't dialed in the settings on the inkjet printer because I don't really use, we have two printers in the house. We have an inkjet printer that's an all-in-one and then we have the color laser. The color laser is our main printer, but the inkjet, I really just don't use it that much except Mm -hmm. to print photos. So I'm not really, I don't have the settings dialed in for the shrink plastic. And also the results, the last time I printed something, I just kind of went with it, even though they didn't look great and it just, nothing worked. And I was like, this just kind of sucks. Like, it shrunk, and that was cool. But then I tried to put the Dimensional Magic Mod Podge over the top to dome it. That didn't work. So then I got down the rabbit hole on YouTube, which, boy, if you want to get down a rabbit hole, (laughs) shrink plastic and resin shaker charms are a rabbit hole that you could watch for hours. I did watch a few videos, and I feel like I know what I did wrong, and I'll probably just take another crack at it. But... I don't know. It's just like, it's again, this is is something I don't have the skill for. And now it's become like a personal challenge where it's like, I am going to figure this out if it kills me. It (laughs) might. It absolutely might. But I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much. Sometimes it's just a matter of one thing changes everything. And, you know, for me, like for the resin, like the fruity hearts that I've been making. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are awesome. Thank you. What changed everything was getting the pressure pot working. When I got the pressure pot working, that was it. That was all that was missing because when the pressure pot works, they are so easy to make. Ah, you fair. pour the stuff in the mold, you swirl it around, you make sure you get any loose bubbles out, you hit it with a heat gun or a torch, and then into the pressure pot for eight hours it comes out
1: crystal clear, perfectly hard, I ready don't know to go eight hours that's amazing
0: yeah, it's so it's not supposed to be right so you, it's supposed to be twenty four to seventy two hours for a full cure. The reality is it's hard as a rock when it comes out. So I think it's a it's if a it's a small, small enough, core,
1: right? Exactly, Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, okay.
0: I think that's what it is. So I tried I tried to do um, Lego bricks with gears in them mm-hmm. and they just you couldn't see the gears in them. Like they didn't look like anything. So I didn't keep those. But the Fruity Hearts the Fruity Hearts have turned out so good that people are people bought them before they were even in the store. Yeah, so, yeah. That's awesome. They, they're fun. They're fun to make, and but what 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 was the problem was I I kept trying to do resin for stuff like this without a pressure pot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, stop trying to shortcut it. Just make the damn pressure pot. Right. Right. And it really was the difference. Wait, like, so oh, you, you okay. made your pressure pot.
1: I did. Wow. I did. I didn't. I didn't catch that.
0: There's a lot of tutorials out there. I know that um one of our guys um Jake Thompson is that his name um he, he does he do, he did a video on it. I found a video that really was perfect. It was by Monster Tutorials on YouTube. And he did a start to finish everything you need to buy, all the parts and the pressure pot, like, and the pot itself, like what you needed, start from scratch, know nothing, follow these instructions, you'll end with a pressure pot. And it took about, it took about a half hour to 40 minutes to put it all together. And then it took about on a day or two of troubleshooting to try to get it dialed in. It still doesn't hold perfect pressure, by the way.
1: Yeah. But it it holds good enough, right?
0: Yeah. It holds a high enough pressure. Right. That bubbles aren't going to rise in the gel stage of this resin. Gotcha. And that's kind of what it must be because the results are crystal clear. Yeah. Clearly. clearly. (laughs) Frighteningly clear. Like, I can't believe I made this clear. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) Well, that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, I made the pressure pot, and you know what ended up being the biggest leak. And this is for anyone making a resin pressure pot: the biggest leak was the Harbor Freight pressure gauge. <laughs> ah, well, <laughs> the surprise built-in surprise. gauge, <laughs> the built-in gauge. So I went. I actually went on Amazon, and I was like, I wonder if they have a digital gauge. It would just be easier to read. And sure enough, they had a digital gauge. It was like ten dollars. I was like, well, it can't be any worse. And I cranked it on and it goes from 45 to 38 pounds over eight hours, which is fine. That's seven pounds of pressure loss wow. over eight hours. Really within two to three, you're not, Yeah, I mean, you're what, not, bubbles aren't forming anymore. Now that's it's what I would imagine.
1: Because even without one, I feel like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. and So the gummy, so what's funny is the gummy bear earrings. Uh-huh. Those are not cured in the pressure pot. Those are just left out on my table for 8 hours and they just cure. But I got to be I have to be very meticulous about getting the bubbles out of them. Right, right. So, yeah, it's it's again, all of this stuff is stuff that I kind of had an idea of, but until you start applying the knowledge, the knowledge doesn't really mean anything. Right. You totally. know, the pra- the practical application of the knowledge makes all the difference. So. Absolutely. We should um yeah, it's crazy. We were going to do reviews, and we've ended up talking about a lot of stuff. So <laughs> why, don't we, uh, why don't we take a break? We'll come back. We'll do the reviews. We'll do our video of the week, the thing of the week, and maybe we'll get out of here a little bit early so that I can edit this tonight. That sounds <laughs> good, man. That sounds good. We will be back after this short break. If your home is feeling a little bit drab and uninspired, maybe it just needs a touch of art. Creative Ward Gallery is run by friend of the show, Marion Ward, who does Bob Ross-inspired landscapes in acrylic and oil, And we'll even do custom commissions to suit your mood or decor. Check her out at instagram.com slash Gallery. And if you mention you heard about her on Because We Make, she'll ship your piece for free in the United States. What are you waiting for? Dress up your home today. And we are back. Um, shame you missed that halftime show because that was actually pretty interesting. Ethan <laughs> and I talked about the difference between embossing and debossing. That's what we were missing,
1: Morley. <laughs> when we were trying to talk about your how you. Here's the, the reason it. I yeah. know.
0: Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you no, know, it's, the kimono. It's, it's you
1: said that, I'm like, oh yeah, that's I, exactly what I meant, and <laughs> the, I, I know the two terms. But. The
0: kimono comes back. Here's the re- here's the diff- here's the reason I know the difference. So one of the product packages that we do. Um, the box was just flat cardboard and mm-hmm. we wanted to raise things a little bit. So they did it for us. And I had to learn, I had to get the difference straight between embossing and debossing. Don't ask me to explain it. <laughs> just not happening tonight. It's just, like I said, English fails me. So it's failing me right Words now. Are hard. All right. We have, we have the reviews and we're going to do those because those are fun. And we like to kiss our own butts. Like really? who doesn't? Um, First one is from Ed Swanson, Ed's clocks and more, um, five stars, enjoyable podcast. One of my favorite makers announced he was on the podcast. I don't even know who that was. And now I really want to know. Um, I went back 50 plus episodes. I'm so sorry. And started there. What a journey in a few short weeks. I was able to listen to Vincent B E before Ethan and listen up to today's episode with Ethan. I've listened to the progression and improvement of the show along the way. Now to get Vincent a lathe and have Jimmy as a guest. Thanks for the podcast and answering my messages along the way. Well, Ed, it's funny you mentioned because I we probably will have Jimmy on soon. He's already said yes, but we have to talk only about burritos. So I'm very <laughs> sorry, but you know, I have Instagram proof that he said yes. Um he actually didn't say yes, he said let's do it.
1: <laughs> well, as uh David Pachuto said, never give him a as soon as they agree, don't give them the out. Exactly.
0: Okay. Um Next one, hold on, let me check that one off. Uh, next review is from Shamgar Bien. I know who this is. Um, Shamgar BN is um, our good friend Ben. Um, love the casual nature of this podcast. Thanks, Vincent and Ethan, for a great podcast. I love listening to the conversations you have with makers and content creators that delve further into their stories than just canned questions. Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. You give us as the audience an opportunity to meet each guest as if we were there with you. And that really separates your podcast from others. Great job. Keep keep it up.
1: That's amazing. That's exactly what we hope for. And that's yes, amazing. That's, so that's all we want to do. That's, right.
0: I mean, we want to make money and be successful, but we'll settle for just <laughs> spreading the word in a good way. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, ah, Yes. This is my second favorite, F-A-V-O-U-R-I-T-E. So we know that this is either an Englishman or an Oz. And actually, I know who wrote this. Um, Loving the show. It's great to hear all the different stories and opinions from a huge range of people. Looking forward to what is to come. Maybe one day you can have the other other two hosts from my favorite podcast on. So this is from Adam at Clamp. (laughs) Um, He wrote this before we had Grant on. So... Adam is literally the last, um, the last clamp host um, that hasn't been on because we make, which we will fix soon. I promise. Yes. It,
1: um, I had, it was so. I, I had such a fun conversation. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Talk. About, let's talk about that for a second. So you were actually on Clamp.
1: Yeah, I was. Uh, I think I, as Adam is doing this, I think I, I invited myself at, during one of our episodes. Um, but no shame, no shame, uh, no. no shame. But it, they were nice enough to have me on. They. It was just a, it was such a good time. Again, I it was very, it, I felt very just as comfortable as I do on ours, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a conversation. Um, I don't, I don't know if I said it on their podcast or after. I think I said it after we stopped recording, but um, and I think you said it before. I, I they did like they do a very good job of of doing w- what we want to do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the perfect example is the Jimmy Doresta episode. They did a fantastic job of of not like he was part of the episode he wasn't the episode yep. and and so that hats off to them for that um but yeah i just had, it, it was a blast it was a super fun time three great dudes uh really really fun conversation so thanks for having me on um but yeah yeah adam yeah
0: they they're good they're they're good dudes they're good friends and you know it's it i was you know you know how you, i they asked me to come on and i was like really you guys want to talk to me? Like, okay,
1: cool. Like, so, all right. So, that's exactly what I said when you asked me. Out. So, just, just <laughs> yeah, for the no, record, it's,
0: no, it's totally full circle. Like, you know. I've been asked on a couple of different shows on over the last, since we started doing this one. Mm-hmm. And it always surprises me that anyone gives a damn what I have to say. It's yeah, like, thanks. really okay, cool. Yep. I'll talk to anyone. I don't care. I am. I am a shameless self-promotion whore. And if you wanted to have me on a podcast about Hamps, no, let me not go there this time, but <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I love going on and talking to other people. And I particularly love not being the host. So if you have right, a podcast right. and you want me as a guest, and I don't have to do any work. Just come on and
1: talk. I'm your man. Well, for me, for me, what it is is like, all right. Clearly, now you've heard my ability to try to form sentences. So, if you guys are okay <laughs> with that, if you're okay with that, then I'm happy to come on and try to make sense. So, yeah. If if you can, if you can, whoever has Ethan on next, I dare
0: you. I dare you. It's an open dare <laughs> to bleep the word again every time yeah. Ethan says it. You have to either bleep Ethan saying again or me saying it's funny. And if you bleep those two things, like, look,
1: you won't have a podcast, basically.
0: yeah, We are really I am really honest about it. I know that's a crutch oh, yeah. I have and oh, it me drives too. me crazy. I can't stop myself. I say it's funny. It's funny. It's funny. It's not. It's, it's never it's like, funny.
1: It's cracking my knuckles. It's the same thing. I've, I've wanted to quit cracking my knuckles since I was like 14 years old. And it's, it's worse, worse than uh, cigarettes. I swear. Ethan starts sentences with the word again. Again. Yeah. A lot. Yep. <laughs> and, All the time. And I know, and, like you said, I know I do it. Like yep.
0: it's, and that's the thing. Yeah. Like, I know I say yeah. it's funny constantly. Yeah. I can't stop it. I am 44 years old. I have earned the right to have a verbal tick. Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. <laughs> but, yep. See, there's some honesty from your friendly neighborhood podcast hosts. <laughs> All right. Next review is from, oh, oh my God. I forgot we got this one. See. Okay. So there are a few people on YouTube who i just love like i love and i have been fortunate enough to have the opportunity what's that (laughs) yeah it was totally you ethan totally that's what i meant but then this other these other people no um one of the things i love about what's happened since this podcast started is i've gotten to know people as like outside of podcasts outside of youtube and kind of get to know them as people and as you know and I've actually made friends with one of my favorite YouTuber. Well, YouTube duos, um, Kim and Garrett. And having Garrett enter the content, I know that there were two entries. I mean, I, I don't want to insult anyone. There are people I consider friends like Bernie. I consider Bernie a friend. So when somebody says Bernie's famous, it kind of freaks me out for a second. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. To him, he is famous. To me, it's just Bernie, you know. But Kim and Garrett and Robert Keller Robert Keller is someone whose YouTube videos I just love. And I just he's one of those guys. It's like, wow, I can't believe this guy even knows I exist. Right. For sure. And I feel the same way about Kim and Garrett. It's like when I had them on the podcast, I think they were episode five. It was like, I can't believe I'm talking to Kim and Garrett. like this is Kim and freaking Garrett. Like and I know that. You know, maybe I oversell the celebrity of some people, and you know, you and I talk about that all the time. It's one of it's a recurring topic of conversation on the show that you know these people are famous to us and then to other people. You know, Garrett told the joke when he was on with he was on way back in the beginning of the show that his kids just don't even give a damn what he does for a living. You know, it's kind of great, but yeah. So this one's from Kim and Garrett. Um, It says, "Hanging out with some friends, five stars." Vincent and Ethan are the best hosts and have the best conversation with their guests. My Wednesday morning routine starts with some Starbucks coffee, a croissant, and the Because We Make podcast. I feel like I'm just hanging out with some friends, listening to them chat. I'll even answer them out loud sometimes. I'm sure a lot of people scream at their radio out oh, loud. Oh, I do all the time,
1: even <laughs> listening back to ours. So
0: <laughs> They don't interview their guests. They hang out and get to know their guests, and they make me feel as if I really get to know their guests right along with them. They're able to snag the biggest names to come on as guests. And I feel like I get to hang out with them. It's a great show. That's dude, awesome. That's wh- great wh- whichever one of you that was, I have a feeling I know, but whichever one <laughs> of you that was, thank you so much. Yeah, man. that's really, awesome. Really, that's really a good, yeah. It. Yeah. That's uh, that great. dude, when You know, when you respect – it's 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 weird when you respect somebody's work and then they come back and they tell you how much they like yours. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> you like me too? All right. Yay. You want to go steady?
1: Will you wear my pin? Um, <laughs> no. I, my you know, know what, Vincent? That's, that just reminds me of a good point though is don't ever forget that. All of us, right? Like, mm-hmm. It means so much to get recognition – and you know, honest recognition, but recognition from someone that you admire. So even if you think you're small, like, don't don't take it for granted that someone is reaching out.
0: Right?
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm not explaining that well, but no, I think I actually
0: think so. Just so you know, I am going to do another thing of the week since I did um, since my thing of the week was. Mentioned. I actually do have another one that I okay. realized as we were in- So, and it, there's a story behind it. So we'll, we'll talk about it. But yeah, very similar, very similar right, theme. Keep that in mind always. Yes. And, and if, uh,
1: if you like someone's work, tell them. Exactly. Exactly. Don't just assume tell them. them. Well, and, and even if they're bigger than you, like, I mean, that's, tell so good them. Time. Exactly. It's, it's a, it's a big thing. And, uh, you know, I, ha- I had that, as Vincent knows, I had that happened this past week where one of the people I talk about, talk about all the time on the podcast, uh, followed me and they, they, I, I know for a fact they hadn't listened to the podcast. Um, and it was just such a, such a great feeling that I sent them a, you know, a cheesy message. Um, uh, and, but, you know, I, I think they appreciated the fact that I reached out and just expressed the fact that, that they meant something, you know, that their work had meant something to me. So even, you know, you can go up as well, you, you know.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, that's, a, that's actually a very good point. That's a very good point. You don't have to just tell the people who are a smaller or newer creator that you like their stuff. You can tell the quote big guys too, because most of the big guys, you know, they're probably used to people asking them for something or whatever. Right. And sometimes just hearing some nice words means, right. It, yeah. That's, that's a, that could be a, yep. that could be a powerful well, thing. I, th- I
1: think, of. I think honestly, I think the bigger and bigger you get, the probably less of that you get because people just assume that you're always getting it, you know? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so the, just the, just the kind of, Hey man, I, I really appreciate what you're doing and it inspires, me. you know, that means a lot to people. I'm sure. So yeah. Yeah. anyways, so I, I digress, the, la- the last of the reviews is a five-star review from some guy named aunt Pruitt. Ooh. I don't know who Ooh. this
0: is, but um, yeah, I have no idea, but he Sounds says, like I'm not, <laughs> I'm not a maker, but I don't miss a week of this show. It's that good. Well, thank you. Whoever you are. Um, it's very nice to, uh, I'm kidding. Of course, Ant's a friend yeah. of ours and I love aunt. I he, love, he was on the hangout too. I mean, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. He popped in, you know, it's, it's weird. Like when a celebrity just kind of, you know, and it's a celebrity in our space. It's hard. Well, maybe not in our space, not in the maker space necessarily, but in the podcasting and online media creation space. I told you, I dropped his name at dinner at a dinner one time. (laughs) Name dropping at Pruitt. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. It was, you know, so somebody in the, on the discord today, and I forgot who it was and I'm sorry to whoever it was and who's probably listening to this going, it was me dumbass. Um, they mentioned that, um, you know, because I asked the question, it was something I was actually interested in. And I said, Do you, does, "Does any, is anyone followed by someone they consider like a celebrity in our space? And does it make anyone nervous? And somebody said they felt that way when Bernie started following them. Huh. And I had to sit there and think for a minute. And I'm like, Bern- oh, Ber- Bernie? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's just like Bernie's just always kind of been my pal. So it's just... Right. You know, and then I had to think about it. I'm like, well, no, he hasn't always been your pal. Like you, Bernie, you followed Bernie a while ago when you started watching his stuff. And it's like, yeah, I guess to some people, you know, it's just a different world. Sometimes there's right. there's we are the most inclusive community and we are the most starstruck by everyone around us. Oh, absolutely. Of, of any community I've ever seen. It's like everybody is starstruck mm-hmm. by everyone else,
1: <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> which is really cool. It's nice. Yeah. Um,
0: that's that actually, the last review that I thought we had was actually also from Ed Swanson. So um, we got two apparently. So um, I don't know. I, Those you know are our great. service, our service, sometimes just kicks back the reviews multiple times. So I don't know why. <laughs> I'm so glad I pay for it.
1: Um, <laughs> oh, that was awesome, was though. Those are some fantastic reviews. So.
0: It, it, guys, it. I know it's not really just us. It's not really just us um kissing our own butts when we do these reviews. Like I mean, of course, to a degree, it's nice no. to get obviously
1: it makes it makes you feel good, right?
0: Yeah. And you know, but I also wanted to it's our way of thanking the people. Right. It's our way of thanking the people that give us these reviews, you know, just sure. to kind of just say, hey, you know, we really do appreciate them. We really do. And I, I feel like we've started a trend because a lot of the podcasts we listen to they kind of use the same pitch to get reviews and it really is true it's not just like a it's not just a pitch
1: and uh, of course i mean we we love reviews because it does help help our Mm -hmm. podcast and all those things but honestly even if it didn't it it, the it's the feedback that's what keeps us going just like we've we've talked about with all the support for the challenge all those things that that's what keeps us coming back every week you know it's it's and and Obviously, we have me and Vincent have a ton of fun just, you know, chatting and catching up and and getting to meet our amazing guests. But yeah. it's uh, but it's 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 more about you guys than it is about any of that, to be honest. So.
0: You guys make it worth doing. If there right. was no audience, we wouldn't do this. Why would right. we do this? Right. Like, it, why would I want to go into an empty room? And just, I mean, if I want to talk to Ethan, I don't have to go through the hassle of making it a podcast and promoting it and editing. And right. I could just Ethan and I I could just pick up the phone and call Ethan. Right. Like, it's. <laughs> No, fancy. <laughs> no, absolutely.
1: No. Well, and it was, it was funny. I was talking to someone and I was talking, thinking about doing a podcast and I was like, first of all, I'm the wrong person to answer because all I do is show up. But, um, <laughs> but I, and they, they asked, well, what's the hardest part about the podcast? And, and I said, to be honest, it's, it's that time where it's Monday night. You had a long day and like the last thing you want to do is, is record a podcast. Mm-hmm. Right. And, but I said, so that's the hardest part but i can honestly say that the second we hit record and 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 go i don't regret it or think about it for a second right like it's I it's agree. fun and it's 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 like having a it's like the whole um thing about having a gym companion like you need someone to to get you to the gym
0: Oh, I've right? said it a million times yeah. that if you weren't on this show with me, it would get recorded. When the hell ever it got recorded? Like right, right. the fact that I know I have you relying on me to be here, it motivates my ass to get in front of this microphone right. and talk. And yeah, I'm not going to lie. On a lot of Monday nights, I need motivation to drag my ass to the microphone. Of course. I mean, it's a, once, it's, it's, once yeah. I'm here let's party
1: yeah it's on and, and it's fun. fun and and i and <laughs> yeah when we end every you know at the end of every episode there's no regret at all like there's nothing like oh i wish i had just gone to bed you know like there's none of that <laughs> but it, so, so but I'm again glad. part of that is <laughs> is knowing that all of you guys are out there and listening and and that sounds super cheesy but it's it's true i mean it it's that's what invigorates us every time is is reviews or feedback or dms or participation in challenges like all of that means so much to us and that's what keeps us going so here's the
0: uncomfortable truth here's the uncomfortable truth and no podcaster is ever going to admit this but this really <laughs> is the truth every podcaster does a podcast to stroke their own ego okay the difference between a good podcast and a bad podcast is a good podcast is one where they don't do it only to stroke their own ego right well if if nobody listens You can only motivate yourself to do it for so long. Well,
1: that's the same with like Instagram or YouTube or anything. Totally the same. It's totally the same. And and that's not and that's not a bad thing. It's like I don't. It it, you know might come across as a.
0: We always said we said we said it in one episode. It's okay to chase numbers. It's not okay to obsess over them. Right. Right. And if it really isn't okay to obsess over, there's no reason to obsess over numbers. Right. First of all, most numbers are complete bull anyway and if i so i'm gonna actually grant sent me the greatest article today and i was dumbfounded and just to give you an idea guys this is the kind of stuff that podcasters talk about when (laughs) they're not on podcasts okay let me ask you a question ethan in the last 30 days okay Mm -hmm. how many downloads do you think you would need to be in the top 50% of podcasts in the last 30 days.
1: Wait, so how many downloads
0: in 30 days how many downloads puts you in the top 50% of podcasts?
1: Uh like a th- like a thousand? 2000? <laughs> <Two thousand? laughs> I have no idea. Well, See this is how much number. I know about podcasts.
0: What, right, this is what I'm this is why I want people to understand what pod, how the scope of podcasting, okay? To get to the top 50% of podcasts, you need 98 downloads over 30 days. Wow. Okay. To get to the top 25%, Ethan, where do you think that number is? Uh, 8 million. This is, you are better, you are a better performing podcast than 75% of podcasts. What do you think you need to be in that number? Mm, uh, 600. Okay, 302. <laughs> All right. So you're basically talking about, a, uh, what is that, 90 downloads, 90, 93 downloads a week. Gets you into the top 25% of podcasts. Okay. I'm just going to read off the next few numbers because they're just ridiculous, right? 982 downloads over 30 days. So 900? 300 downloads an episode for a month. If you do it every in, week. That's the top 10%. Okay. 2300 over 30 days. So that's 900 downloads. That's no, that's not 900. That's 500. That's about 600 downloads a week. Puts you in the top 5% of podcasts. And 15,000 downloads puts you in the top 1%. How's that for an astonishing group of statistics?
1: That's crazy. That's crazy.
0: This is from Buzzsprout. And obviously, they do, um, they do, um, analytics for their people and this is what this is what the numbers tell you 98 downloads puts you in the 98 downloads in a month think about 98 downloads in a month so if you're doing a podcast right now and you're feeling a little bit small and insignificant well if you're getting 25 downloads a week right then you're you're better than half the podcasts out there right think about that number What in your life? What in your life? Think about your entire life. That's way
1: better than uh, Instagram or YouTube. right? You uh,
0: you may be a small fish, but you are a big fish in this pond if you're getting those numbers. And those aren't even outrageous numbers. Look, our download numbers, right? I'll give you ours, right? So our downloads, we get between 420 and 460 a week. That's where we're at. Mm -hmm. So that would put us somewhere in the neighborhood of 1300 downloads a month right so that means we are in the top seven percent of podcasts in the world that's crazy like i can't i can't even (laughs) speak right like how's that for like think about what you do in your life and ask yourself what are you that significant at if you're a podcaster and you're stressing over your numbers
1: yeah there you go that's a little uplift i think uh we're gonna see a lot more podcasts start Next week. Oh, I think
0: I, I think I think we're going to have a whole bunch of people that tell us we inspired them, and good, (laughs) good for them. And we are going to crush you just like we crush everyone else. No,
1: Um, No, but it's not a competitive space, but I want to destroy you. (laughs) (laughs) There is something though, and we've talked about it before. There is something about podcasts that humanizes people, and I think that's what that's what really resonates with people. I've said it before with the Modern Maker podcast guys, the Making It guys all like i i watched all you know i I'd, I'd seen their their content i'd watched their content before but bef- until i started listening to their podcast i was mm-hmm. only so invested in them yeah. and the second i started listening to their podcast they became human right mm-hmm. and and they you know whether i agreed with their beliefs or their ideas or didn't it it made them human and all of a sudden i was much more invested in who they were as people and I and I think that that's the beauty and that's what you can get out of a podcast. It's not going to make you Insta famous. It's not going to make you a YouTube star, but it's going to create much more connection to who you are as a person, who that person is as a person.
0: There's a reason people that even have popular YouTube channels still do podcasts. Right, exactly. There's a reason right. for it. it and yeah. it's not because they like doing podcasts. Trust me. Right. They like the connection. They mm-hmm. like all that stuff. And it, there is definitely something there. It definitely. Right um let's see we did reviews you want to do our um yeah let's uh, do our, video, our of the week. video
1: of the week let's do it
0: so our video of the week we'll do the video of the week and then we'll go right into your thing of the week yes. since it's related, related um, yep. let me just uh let me just pull it up because i want to get the title right the video is called uh the video is called great guitar build off 2020 entry sunburst Veneer Experiment. So I, Tamar from Three by Three Customs, who by the way is up to three hundred and fifteen thousand subscribers, like what? It's crazy. I feel like I've been watching her forever, and it's like, oh, well, she you know is what? just like
1: blowing up. She and I, I've followed her on uh, Instagram for a long, long time. I had not been watching her YouTube videos, so mm-hmm. um, yeah, she. I mean, amazing stuff. Explosive, yeah. Expl- so one of the things that's great about
0: Tamar is that Tamar is, as far as people that I watch anyway, mm-hmm. is one of the most humble people yeah, yeah.
1: ever. It's a
0: very honest uh, video yep. every time. So yeah. one of the things I loved about this video is she made a huge mistake, huge, and she fixed it. And she didn't shy away from it. And She didn't go, it's good enough. Even though looking at it, I thought I wouldn't. Like, I saw it. But I didn't think it was that big a deal. But it was a deal breaker to her, and she made a, an error. She was doing a pattern. She was doing pattern veneer on the top of this guitar, and she just she made a mistake in the pattern. She was working on stuff. She flipped something over, and by flipping it over, she made it, she put it out of sequence, and it just completely screwed up the pattern. And it was driving her crazy to the point where. Her like me, her OCD kicked in, and she's like, nope, got to fix that. And she routed out the screwed up part. I couldn't
1: believe how. And she did it. Right.
0: Pers- I was so – I was right. like holding my breath the
1: entire time. Well, that and that's the – so the, the desire to fix it and mm-hmm. not – like that would have been my thing. It's not that it wouldn't have dri- driven me nuts. It was like it would be for me, it would be – the chance of me ruining the entire thing mm-hmm. versus living with it. I'll live with it. And, and, and I'm fully, you know, I, I know that about myself, but the fact that she had the confidence to, to, to correct it and go for it was amazing. But.
0: And what she did. So what she did was she basically took a, so they all start with apparently in this thing, they all start with a kit. From this one place. Yep. Crimson guitars. Yep. She, um, she basically put veneer on the body of it and did a sunburst pattern with it. And now, am I ever going to make a guitar? No, I have no interest in making guitar. I don't play guitar. Guitars mean, I mean, I like guitar music, but that's as far as it goes. I don't play guitar, but seeing the way she did, I was like, I could apply that knowledge to something else. Like, I just loved watching her make this guitar Mm -hmm. because I just feel like I learned a lot. I also like the way she shaped it. Yep. I I just liked, and I liked that she was kind of dumb with everything. She's like, oh yeah, I didn't shape the headstock. Right. And she went back and shaped the headstock. And it was like, this is really, really, really cool. Like it's a good looking guitar and it's a Tamar build, which means it's shot
1: beautifully. It's well done. And she could play the freaking (laughs) guitar, which is really cool. No, it's, it's funny that you say that because I think, and you know ask uh mike clifford guitar build videos are historically known for not doing that well on youtube for whatever reason but it's probably because there's a lot of people that you know don't play guitar and therefore it's whatever but but i think you just made a really really good point is that there are so many techniques that go Mm -hmm. into guitar making and Mm -hmm. so many uh, little 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 techniques that that are so important that you can apply to other things that yeah. that's that that's worth watching guitar build videos anyways so well the only reason i said that so and we go back to my backstory or whatever i you know one of the things that got me into making was making a kick guitar or mm-hmm. you know, a acoustic guitar and it wasn't because i mean i i play guitar i'm not very well um but it was the art and the like the the magic that went into making a guitar that got me excited about making Mm. and so it wasn't just the guitar itself it wasn't like i was like all right now i'm gonna make guitars for the rest of my life it was like it was like all the intricacies that go into it and all the techniques and all these things are just like it's amazing how much goes into a guitar and i appreciated that and that's what inspired me to start making other things so
0: and that was why and so one the runner up, yeah. the
1: runner up for video of the week
0: this week was another build from the great guitar build off, and it was Johnny Brooks' um, concrete guitar. Yep, and I, I just, I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I just don't think it's as cool as tomorrow's. And it's just, that just bottom line. However, Johnny did a guitar yeah. a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that yep. is. Absolutely the most ridiculous thing. And if we had been doing, I'm not even joking. Yeah. I had it on the list as a potential. It, pr- it would have been, I think. Or probably. video of the week. I yeah. honestly think it would have been video of the week had we had a normal episode the week it dropped. Right. Um, he did an exploded guitar, which basically used wood and copper and resin. And it yeah. was just like, what in God's name is even going on with this thing? And he came out he came he did it from scratch. He didn't use a kit. Yeah. And he did some crazy techniques to get this thing to stay together. Um, Just an absolutely fantastic build. So, if you haven't checked out, by the way, if you haven't checked out Johnny Brooks' videos, I mean, I don't even know what to tell you, but go back and watch that one at least, because his videos are freaking fantastic to begin with. He takes on these ridiculous projects um, and they're amazing. And this project is truly amazing. So, he made back to back weeks. I think it was back to back weeks. There's no, there's a kayak stand in between. But, right, the
1: kayak stand, which was another. Yeah.
0: Another, but this is way to isn't... take.
1: I've, I've made a kayak stand, and it was ugly, and fun, <laughs> but super functional, and like right. he made he made it look like a something that you'd be okay with in your living room. I mean, totally. I, i mean i'm no i agree with you but it's yeah the continuation
0: of the lines through the arms was just like right exactly exactly beautiful, exactly. It's beautiful. Yeah. like and that's something that i expect from his work but this isn't about johnny brook no i, I mean, know we, we do have to get him on the show by the way yeah he's but awesome. this is about tamar who is the video of the weekend it is really just an exceptional build and of course we will have the link in her in the show notes because She's
1: you need to talent. see this
0: one yeah You need to see it. So since we talked about Tamar's entry and Johnny Brooks entry, why don't we talk about your thing of the week, Ethan?
1: Yeah. So, uh, well, so, I mean, not to be, it's not that far off. So my thing of the week is actually the great guitar build of 2020, um, which is a, 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 basically, um, Crimson Guitars reached out to a bunch of big YouTubers and makers and, the long story short, they are sent all, every one of them a kick guitar. So there's some things that are already done, uh, but still plenty of room to customize it yourself. And basically they're all making these guitars and then auctioning them off. And the money goes to the charity of their choice. And so Jimmy Duress is doing one uh, Tamar is doing one. And there's, there's tons and tons of people that are doing it. And it's so cool well one i i love guitars to begin with but it's also so cool to see their each of their personal expressions put into a a guitar you know Mm -hmm. jimmy jimmy burned his guitar and he's like i know people are gonna yell at me for burning this beautiful guitar but that's that's what he you know that was his vision and and i and i love it and it's so super cool i think it's I I wish that Mike Clifford was not in the middle of his renovation because I think he would have come up with an amazing one Dude, as well. His
0: Lego guitar is one of my favorite
1: build videos
0: it, it, of the last it, like it's, year.
1: It's amazing, and I think that's yeah, one of good. his favorite videos too. To be honest, I think that's one of his favorite builds ever. Um, so yeah, it, it's just it's a cool concept because it's you're giving everyone kind of the same starting starting block and having them put their spin on it and then auctioning, auctioning them off. And mm-hmm. so it's it's a good cause. It's a great way of, you know, kind of promoting and, and people are getting excited about it. So I really, really enjoyed it. I, I'm enjoying it. And uh, yeah, everyone should go check it out. I let me, I don't know if I have the link, but we should put the link to the, uh, the website where you can donate. I think you get raffle tickets and then you can, you know, the current
0: off. bid, the current bid on Tamar's guitar is twenty three hundred dollars. By the yeah, way, yeah, so
1: I I probably won't be bidding, <laughs> bidding,
0: but yeah, sorry, Tamar, I love you to death, but not today.
1: But it's a really <laughs> really good cause. So if you do have the funds and <laughs> and you're interested, in, but yeah, it, it's a, it is a pretty cool concept. So it's awesome, yeah. and
0: it's a, it again, it's for a good
1: cause. So uh, and again, even if you're, if you're not have... interested in guitars, I'll I'll put one more push. Watch a couple of video guitar build videos. And I think you'll pick something up that that you never thought you'd pick up because there's a lot of intricacies that go there's
0: a lot of craftsmanship that Uh goes in that that, it's 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 um, uh, cross pollination of skills. Yes. Where you will you will learn something that you can use in whatever you do. Right. Um, Yeah. Cool. Good. That's a good recommendation, actually. I like that one. That's uh, you, you've gotten my approval for that. All right, so, cool. All right, good. Yeah. It's very important that you have my approval. I know I, I value that very much. <laughs> my thing of the week, my thing of the week was going to be my glass slicker from um, Impressa, um, which is my burn, the burnisher I was talking about earlier that I used on the back of the leather, but I, I would be remiss if I didn't make um, a podcast. Um, I know I'm picking a podcast as my thing of the week, but my podcast thing of the week is from a friend of mine. Um my buddy AJ does a podcast. He just they're up to, I think they're up to episode 10 now.
1: Um, oh, only called, ten more.
0: Right? I, I told him that. I was like, you know, you hit 20. You're in a, you're in elite company because no one makes 20. One, two, <laughs> I'm just looking real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, they're up. They just did episode 10 on um, September 3rd. Um, called Sawdust Nation. Um, it's AJ Camarado and Josh Palawski. Um, AJ goes by Crafted in NJ. On um, Instagram, he's one of the good guys. He's just a truly nice guy. We chat often on Instagram. He does him and um, him and Josh
1: do a hell of a podcast. It's I'm just gonna tell you, it's different from what we do here. Um, I do, it, and to be on, completely honest, I have not listened. So I'm it's interested. cool.
0: I think you might actually enjoy it. It's it's definitely a shop talk type podcast. Okay, cool. So if you're if you're into that kind of thing, and I don't really listen to those, so the fact that they're doing one right. is like it's kind of cool. That like okay, here's one I can listen to because it's a friend of mine, and I can check it out, and you know just like listening to him talk because it's kind of like his Instagram stories. If you've ever checked out Crafted in NJ's Instagram stories, he does really like he's one of those tiny dash people. When it comes to Instagram mm-hmm. stories, and you know those types that do like really a lot of storying all at once. Yeah, um, it's like when you open Jimmy's stories, and it's like, oh, geez, where did he go to Walmart again? But um, <laughs> yeah, he does. AJ does a lot of stories that way, and that's kind of that conversation is kind of the conversation he and Josh have on the podcast. So they talk okay. about the projects mm-hmm. they're working on. Um, they have a little. Sometimes they have some tool talks. Some they do some cool stuff on their podcast, and. Like I said, I don't really listen to shop podcasts. So listening to one like this is a kind of a good find for me. Um especially since it's someone I actually know. So
1: that's awesome. Yes. Yeah, so,
0: so he's crafted, crafted in, in NJ J on mm-hmm. Instagram. Okay. He yeah. lives like 20 minutes from me, which is kind of ridiculous. Well, he's got a follow for me right now. Yay, he's gonna be really happy. Um They're both really they're both really cool dudes, and you know. I like I like to share the love, and maybe we'll get, um, I don't know Josh, honestly. I don't know him, but I do know AJ. Maybe we'll get AJ on the show and let him plug his podcast. Also, um, not related, not my thing of the week, but I figured I should mention it. It'll probably be my thing of the week next week once I have a chance to read it. But Jason Stapleton came out with a new book, and I had to mention Jason Stapleton on the episode because I mentioned Jason Stapleton on every episode, and that's the last time I'm going to mention him for today. Okay, Bruce. johnny builds (laughs) let's get them all out there uh yeah i think i think we covered everything we wanted to cover the only thing we didn't do and i i really feel bad but it's just we don't want to just let this go on forever it's already an hour 20 um we did ask for
1: origin stories for the challenge
0: i have a feeling that we'll um i want to collect some more of them
1: yeah no actually yeah put 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 that out there right yeah yeah.
0: so if you entered the enlighten us challenge um, and you haven't already given me your origin story? I would really like to hear it. Like, uh, like, give me a one paragraph. You know, maybe a couple, like a hundred words or so. Like, what inspired you? Where you got the idea from, and whatever. And I think we are gonna we'll save that for the next housekeeping episode.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be really really cool. I think that's really interesting. I I hadn't thought about that until you mentioned that tonight, and I you, I think that's really cool to think about where where the idea where the concept came from you know what this inspired why, it i think that's really this cool is why we're good this is why we're good partners see I, <laughs> I
0: i i i i do a little bit of thinking even when we're not on the show i'm always thinking about the show even when we're mm-hmm. not on the show because i just i love the show i love our audience and ethan man i love you and everyone should go ah. listen to episode 11 and if you're <laughs> in the drinking game go have a drink um, again no <laughs> oh yeah i i keep talking about the drinking game there isn't a drinking game but here's the deal here's the deal go to the because we com website and on the contact form i want to make bingo cards <laughs> i want to make bingo cards because really having a drinking game it's a family friendly show so i don't want people yeah, you can drink water fair enough or snap I, I guess um we should drink Snapple. Yeah. Everyone should drink Snapple. But I I would like to do like um either because we make bingo or because we make um because we make uh, because we make drinking game. So one or the other, but we need suggestions. Right. So we already have we already have the mention of certain people and we know that one already, but we want suggestions from you guys. What can be in the drinking? game? like if I mention episode eleven, <laughs> which that was the first one everybody mentioned, which is really great. I love so it. So funny. But um, yeah, give us suggestions for it and we'll make it into a game and uh, maybe we'll do something fun with it. Who knows? Um, That'd be maybe, really fun. Yeah, I think it, I think it could be. Why I not? Think it, yeah. Why not?
1: Every, all of you are, as out, long as we don't listening. try to do it while we're recording an episode, then listen.
0: From what I understand from our demographics, most of our listeners are in fact alcoholics. So a drinking <laughs>
1: right. game is probably
0: just an excuse for people to day
1: drink, which is fine. <laughs> you do you. I don't judge. Um,
0: <laughs> be, uh,
1: yeah, I was just <laughs> gonna say we should do a live, but then I realized that was a horrible idea. So we that should not do a live. T-
0: yeah. well I don't drink, so it would just be like Oh, well, no, you you
1: drink your Snapple.
0: That's... I'll drink my Snapple. Exactly. You could take all the whiskey. We'll get oh. Nick on. He'll, he'll teach he'll teach a course in smoking your uh, whiskey. <laughs> and then we'll do uh yeah, actually that that would be a really cool idea. Damn it. See, the ideas they just flow. flow they just flow. I mean yeah. what Morley keeps calling a flow state. I love when Morley <laughs> says a flow state because they just have this idea of this like waves going in one ear and out the other and ideas getting left behind. It's just wonderful. It's
1: so cool. Yeah. That's actually cool. I like when Morley tries to do accents, but
0: <laughs>
1: you're the one then <laughs> <laughs> Morley's terrible at accents. Yes. As am I, I almost, but I don't try to do them. So <laughs>
0: I feel bad. Like I, I know I wrote a review, um, but Morley wasn't doing accents at that point. And I'm a little bit upset that I didn't get to hear mine in
1: like my offbeat suburban new york accent right well yeah apparently there's a rochester uh, rochester accent which is really close to toronto so oh boy yeah oh boy
0: who wants to be close to no i'm kidding all right let's go before we insult (laughs) all of our audience thanks for listening everybody we of course will be back again next week and as you know we do love those reviews so keep those coming in we don't ask for money we just want complete grift in the form of reviews and Mm -hmm. that's what we take have a great week we will be back next week we'll probably have a guest because god knows we don't have enough content to stretch into two episodes (laughs) so we're gonna have to find someone else that's gonna want to talk to us but until then have a great week.